0: Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of the Call by God podcast. This is a, a rewind, and we're excited to to uh, have this wonderful rewind. Of course, I'm your host, Brother Nick, and I'm here with Sister Adney. Sister Adney, how you doing on this blessed day?
1: I am amazing. I really, truly am amazing. And I say that because, you know, back in the day when things would happen, I would stress out and mm-hmm. just seeing that there's a peace in your in my spirit when something goes goes not the way that I want it to and I'm just like lord thank you thank you <laughs> so to me that's amen. just that's just so amazing versus panicking it's it's like okay just pray for me just you know and I just get into prayer myself and then I'm like okay let me call somebody else to pray with me on this so that's where I'm at
0: amen amen How about you,
1: Brother?
0: (laughs) I was just about to say where I'm at. I just thank God for allowing us to make it this far. I mean, can't you believe it? It's quarter four, which means it's uh, it's almost 2023, and that's something that I do not want to take lightly, Adney. As you know, um, I'm in the beginning of the year, even on to (laughs) this month. It's just been a lot of things going on, you know, and I just can't believe that we made it this far. Like when I tell you that time flies. Time flies. You, I was just having a conversation with someone, and we talked about how it seemed like time took forever for, for one to get, you know, to become an adult. Because, you know, you're in elementary school, and you to have, have that saying, like, man, I can't wait till I get big. I'm going to get a career. I'm going to do this and that. And now that when you graduate from high school, it's like... <laughs> I'm a I'm an old woman. I'm an old man now because time flies. Time sure enough flies. So, hey, listeners, I just encourage you, just let God continue to use you because nobody knows the day or the hour when Jesus is gonna, Christ is going to return or you don't know when you're going to die, especially the way that time is going. So just continue to do the Lord's work and to continue to be faithful. So uh, I'm just so thankful that, that God has blessed us to make it this far. I mean, it's not happy. We ain't saying Happy New Year yet. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just uh, thankful to God. I'm um, also thankful to God for this platform. This this platform definitely been a blessing. Um, this is our fourth, fourth, you know, quarter four. So we're in quarter four doing our top three. So this is the last top three uh, of the year. So uh, listeners, in this episode, we're going to discuss the top, top three and the top three that made our charts, the ones that uh, our listeners just been listening to, that's been getting a lot of traction, a lot of attention. Uh, the first one is mom and dog, mom and son devotion. So Adney, that's you and your son. Wow, uh, we had quite a few listeners listening to that. Uh, also, the second episode that made the top three of quarter four is The Pursuit of Holiness, part two. And the third one, the third episode um, is episode, well, actually, it's A Man's Purpose and Value, part one. So episode one, um, 108, Moms and Son Devotion, episode 110, Pursuit of Holiness, part two, and episode uh, 111, A Man's Purpose and Value. So we're just going to go ahead and dive into it. And that's part one, by the way. So we're just going to dive into it. And let's just hear a snippet of what these episodes had to offer to the listeners.
2: I also got, um, Suffering Doesn't Play Favorites. Let me say that. Suffering doesn't play favorites. It doesn't matter if you're charcoal black and if you're crayon white. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a bad or a good person. Suffering doesn't play favorites. I mean, example, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the greatest person ever to walk this earth. And even he faced hardships. Even he suffered. I mean, there were people who spat on Jesus. I mean, the man was beaten. Okay. He was legit beaten. He was murdered. Because of who he was. So. Like I said, suffering doesn't play favorites.
0: Adney, that this this was a good one. I'm going to let you go. So go ahead and start this one off. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I loved when he said that. Because for some apparent reason. We. Make it seem like when we suffer, it's it's just that we're bad person, only bad people suffer. And and when he said Jesus Christ, who was the greatest person to live, suffered. That should let us know that we are not exempt from suffering.
0: Amen. And when you say he, you're referring to your son. That was your son. That was your baby. Yeah,
1: Yeah, my son. Yeah. When, when my son sat down, I said, look at this little, this little boy wise beyond his years. I'm like, I would have never sat down and, and, and thought about like suffering doesn't play favorites. It doesn't. Good people suffer, babies suffer, children suffer, adults suffer. It's just, it doesn't play favorites. We just have to understand that that's a part of life. Now, what we do in our suffering is a different thing, right? Do we praise God? In the suffering, do we thank Him until our change comes? And that's one of the things that I, I believe that we as Christians, those who believe in Jesus, need to um, understand. When you're going through it, that's when you you praise Him in the storm. <laughs> okay, that's 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 what I have.
0: Yeah, and and that that was good. So when your son mentioned that, Adney, um, man, that that was powerful. That that definitely came from a young man. Way beyond, way beyond his years. So I would say this about suffering. So uh, prior to the fall, there was no such thing as suffering. But of course, when the fall of humanity took place in the Garden of Eden, you know that's when sin and death and suffering um, entered into the world. But when Jesus Christ came, Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, "These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer." I've overcome the world. So Jesus Christ is saying like, hey, you're going to have situations that happen in your life and including suffering. But Jesus, you know, he was telling his followers, like, but I want you to be cheerful because I have overcome everything. And I say, I think sometimes that we sometimes overlook that God could eliminate all things. He said, even in the midst of your suffering, I could give you peace. I could give you those things. So I'm going to tell you how powerful what your son said in that uh, snippet. Because I was going through something because you know as Saints we go through stuff we go through stuff we go through stuff. So we have our highs and we have our lows and it was just that one that 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 one day I'm not gonna say a, it wasn't a whole day, but it was that moment I was having a moment I was like, man, I was feeling down and then when I heard that snippet, I was like, wow, that's powerful what he said it's like there's no favoritism when it comes to suffering or dealing with things. No, you gonna deal with it regardless of what. You just it's what you what you how you handle it when it comes your way. So I like, man, that was powerful what your son said and, and it encouraged me. Cause I think the scripture that you guys touched on was Romans eight twenty eight. Um we know that all things work good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So when yo you guys were touching on that passage and then when he mentioned it, I was like, Wow, you know what? I said, Man, I ain't gonna worry no more. Let let me just let that that thing because go. God got it. <laughs> So it was a blessing to me. So, so we're going to go to the next um, episode. And so it's episode uh, 110, The Pursuit of Holiness, uh, part two.
1: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless.
3: She packed up all of stuff and told me we had to leave. So he, you know, he bought our stuff. I heard her complaining to my aunt saying, yeah, he be spending time with them. He up late at night with them and he spend more time with them than he do with me. Blah, blah. They gotta go like cuss us out, tell us to get our stuff and leave. But that's how you dealt with it. Like you wasn't If you truly, I feel like if you truly loved us and you truly was concerned about what was going on, your approach would have been different. And it's like sweeping it up under the rug and having that mindset, what goes in this house, stay in this house, is really the wrong thing. Like, you really can mess a child up when you're, when you don't give them the opportunity to be vulnerable with you and tell them what's going on. It begins to allow them to just shut down. Like, okay, I don't want to talk to nobody. And that's legit what happened. I said I was going to my grave with it. I wasn't going to tell nobody. In my mind, it didn't happen. I continued to suppress it as if it never happened. And the only person I was able to verbally talk about it to was my cousin because she endured it with me. She was like, even when I look at it, now, like I'm thankful that God allowed someone in my life that I can just truly talk about it with. Because imagine if I didn't have her and I'm just dealing with this on the inside. Like That's something to that drive somebody crazy, especially a kid.
0: Man, Sister Reed going to bless somebody. Y'all go ahead and check out Sade Speaks. She's on she's on Facebook. She have a podcast, video podcast, Sade Speaks. Y'all check her out on on Facebook. Sade S A D E Speak. Her name is Sister Reed. Y'all check out. She's, man, look, so when she was referring to, she was talking about how she been molested, uh, sexually touched. Um, adding, you would say, um, stolen innocence, how folks they be trying to they 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 steal these innocent. They be violating these little kids. <laughs> how how you say it, Addy? I don't want to mess the words up. How you say it? Well, what are your thoughts on this episode? Because it's a very touchy topic. It's about molestation, sexual abuse. So what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, This one, it, it hits home for me because I didn't go through what she went through, but I understood what she was going through. And why do I say that? Because we grew up in a household where... What happens in this house stays in this house, right? Whether you were being molested and felt upon, you don't talk about it, or if you do talk about it, you're a liar. Um I remember telling my aunt that one of her friends touched me um in an appropriate way, and she said I was lying, and it took one of my cousins saying to me, "I know you're telling the truth because he did the same thing to me, and then that's when I realized what she was saying it happens in a lot of families and not just in the families it happens in the church in the in the body so stealing these our innocence from us is it's not fair it's really truly not fair to us because we didn't ask for that and i i believe that there has to come a point in time when adults are held accountable for doing stuff like that to children and, and stop being swept under the rug. Um, There was a movie I watched and it was the Aretha Franklin story. And Aretha Franklin had three children that were by her molester. She never shared who was molesting her. The first child she had, she was about 10 years old, I believe. She was a baby. And that is why I advocate so much when I hear stuff. It's just like, I'm going to jump in. Like, no, you're not doing this to this child. My daughter had a really good friend and she was, she was telling me what was going on. And I went to her mom and I said, look, this is happening. You need to put a stop to it. This person cannot come to your house. As long as this little girl is in my life, I will advocate for her. Her mama did nothing. So I took her to the police department and I filed a report and her mama told her she could never talk to me again. I said, you know what? As long as I know I did my part, I took her to the police station, filed that report. It's on file. If he would have done anything to her, it would have been on mama and on him because parents need to stop hiding for people.
0: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. This uh, this episode right here. I mean, her episode is powerful. And that's why I said that she's going to she's going to help deliver a lot of people that's suffering in silence. And, and she dealt with it for years, and um, she have overcome it by the grace of God, and now she's a mouthpiece, and she's speaking and, and um, enlightening, uh, you know, young young ladies to, to let them know that they're valuable. And I like the movement, and I like what she's doing, especially with her platform. But I, I would say this too, Adney, uh, it happens to young boys as well. So uh, I know we always focus on little girls that's being violated in that way, but... Little boys get touched on too. They, they get violated as well. But I would encourage this. I would say, parents, please um, talk to your children. And if they're talking to you about a certain concern that they have where they're getting touched on or, or being violated, it, it's not a joke. This is a real thing. This happens a lot uh, more than we think. It happens in our community, it's happening in schools. So if you're, and just pay attention to your children because we know our children at We know when something is wrong. We as parents, you know, you see your child acting a certain way, you be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, something is wrong. I need to talk to my child. So, uh, I like uh, how uh, Sister Reed was very transparent, and she's bringing awareness. Uh, not only she brought awareness to us, but also to the multitude that that listen to our episode. So I hope parents you know, do a better job, including myself. We're all parents, Adney. so we, we got to pay attention now. We got to pay attention to see what's going on. So uh, that's my prayer. My prayer is that these uh, children that are being violated, that they may step forward and also go to the officials when they are, there, they are being violated. But let's go on to the next episode. And this next episode is near and dear to my heart because it's dealing with men, Adney. So we live in a society where uh, they're trying to create women as men. And they're creating men to be women. And I was in a season, um, and the spirit of God just led me. Like Nick, you need to create an episode for men, because men we 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 get it's we have a weight on our shoulder. Um, men sometimes don't know how to be men. Um, sometimes men they'll just let their the 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 women lead. Because again, I said this is a society was trying to put in the women to be to be a man, like, like you don't need a man. You, you could just do you like, and if, even if you do have a man, you, you still wear the pants. <laughs> don't let the man be the man. So I wanted to help enlighten men and, and encouragement. Like, Hey, you're a man, you know, God created you for a purpose. There's a specific order that God has designed God. You talk about God's order is God, of course himself. And I had to explain that to my son a couple of days ago. I said, look, cause he, <laughs> my son, added, he was like, daddy, you're the leader of this house. I said, that's right. And I told my son, I said, but there's an order. You got Jesus, then you got the man, the husband, then you got the woman, the wife, and of course, you got the children and the rest follow. I said, son, that's the order that God has designed. So again, I enjoyed this episode. It's episode 111. And we do have a series of this episode that I'm about to play, but it was this episode right here. That got a lot of listeners and and folks just been listening to it. So uh, it's episode one eleven, a man's purpose and value, part one. So just
4: as the church submits to Christ as he exercises such leadership, wives should likewise submit to their husbands. Now, now I, I know like 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 you said Nick because we gonna hop into the singles. But my my God, this has to be spoken on because. I've been in the place of a wife. Now I'm in the place of a mother watching my child. And I don't agree with everything that his father does. But I thank God for the men of God. And this is the importance of knowing the true identity of God. And not even only knowing, but living and breathing and walking and moving in that. Because although my son's father does not emulate everything that I would expect as a man of God, I, 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 I rely on God to come in there and to make that wrong right, but I can't ever, I can't ever take away the need and the detrimental effects of his father not being there versus him being there, making some mistakes. And I'm, yet yeah, I'm telling you, this is blessing my life, and I know it's blessing our readers because if we cannot support a man, no matter what he's done, and this is a heavy rolling, and, and one thing that like Adney was saying. And what Brother Daryl Smith said, we have a part, a God-ordained part. We can't call ourselves children of God, but we're, we're looking and we're emulating the world. There ought to be a difference. We, we should be setting a standard. And so the world should be able to look upon us and say, well, day? she went through the same thing I went through, but look how she's dealing with it.
0: Amen, amen, amen. I like what she said, coming for a woman that, that used to be married uh, and uh, a single mother on top of that. And she understands the importance to, of a man role in her son's life. And she, because you know, Adney, I, I know what time it is. Some women, when they go through certain things like that, they don't want the dad to have no part in the children's life. It's like they they take the anger out on the man, the baby daddy. We'll say baby daddy. They take the anger out on the baby daddy. And sometimes women go so far to take the anger on the child. Like it it, it took through the tangle. <laughs> so um and, and and sister, sister Kim, I mean, she she said it, she said it that that was powerful what she said because again, a single mother raising a, a young boy and she understands the that the father needs to be in her son's life. And Adney, I know quite a few people that are baby daddies, <laughs> that are baby daddies, and and they always attack the baby mother. They be like, man, my baby mother want me to be with my son's life because uh, you know, our, you know, Addy. Truth be told, when 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 things don't work out between a man and a woman, they have a child together. Society is going to always look for the best interests of the mother. I mean, we could we could go down the list. Okay, the mother could go to the courthouse, put the child support on the baby daddy. Right, and then the baby daddy gotta pay x amount of x amount of dollars every week. I don't know if it's every month. I'm not a baby daddy, so I'm just kind of throwing this. Throw some things out there that I, I think I know about the system. And if the the baby daddy don't pay, and I think in certain states it varies, if the baby daddy don't pay, your license gets suspended, and your license is suspended, you could go to jail. And then your your and if you're not paying, you are talking about rich. So now you got rearage, right? Now your wage could get garnished. So the man is looking at around like, man, like, I didn't know that having a kid would cost me this. And at the end, the mother, it favors the mother. Because now if she's like a shady mother. She could get her nails done, her hair done. And that money ain't really going to the child. It's really going towards her. Yes, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> you know. And, and I'm not agreeing what a lot of dudes do. Because some dudes, they are in the wrong. But I'm just saying there are some good dudes out there. You know, you know, that's why God order and God design work. But still, we as people were fallible. We make mistakes. It happens. But I'm just saying society always favor woman. It's not like a 50 50. It's not a a even thing, even if you're a good dude. And I want to kind of like encourage those dudes that are doing right. And not only those dudes that, that are baby daddies and are single. And I'm trying to encourage them to be men. Like get married, have one wife, have a family, have children. Yeah. You made a mistake in the past, But look beyond that. Like God has a purpose. God has a plan for you. It's not too late to to find a wife. He that findeth the wife, findeth a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Yeah, it's not too late to be married. It's not too late to have a family. Even if you had a kid in the past, it's okay. You know, just just follow Jesus and Jesus will make things right for you. But I, I wanted to just share that as a man from coming from a male perspective. I can imagine what these baby daddies... And, and these men are going through as it relates to what Sister Kim is saying, because a lot of dudes not in their kids' life simply because they don't want to have to deal with the baby mama and the child support.
1: I, I had to put both my children's father on, on, on child support. One of them, he dared me to do it. <laughs> he said, how much they going to give you, $50? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm really trying to work with you here. Do right. No, he wanted to do. I said, okay, fine. I'm gonna just put you on child support. When he saw it wasn't $50 coming out of his check every week, he was like, Oh, <laughs> why why so much for one child? I said, You ain't want you you thought I was joking. She's she's your kid, you gotta take care of her. The second one, he married a woman with four children, and he just completely just was taking care of her kids. And when my son needed stuff, it was always a fight. When I literally said, okay, one week you do this, one week I do that. That way, you know, it doesn't fall all on me. Um, And this is for his schooling, putting him in daycare. I paid the first week. I paid the second week. I said, okay, so obviously that tells me you ain't going to do right. I'm going to just have to put you on child support. It's not that I wanted to. It's just you were not meeting me halfway. And then I have to say this. It's not just the single men that deal with this type of stuff. I have a relative who wouldn't even allow her husband to discipline their children, to be a part of the, you know, raising of their children. Like the the kids did not respect him. And I had to sit back and like, wow, like here it is, this man is paying bills, making sure y'all got food on the table. But when it comes to the disciplining part, you, 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 you took it. You, you basically took that away from him. Um, And I have to say this last point, that whole mindset of being a boss chick. I'm sorry. People in the church of Christ, get y'all lives together. I'm sorry get your whole life together. Please tell me where in the Bible it says that, you know, we have to be boss chicks. It tells us that we are to respect our husbands. Whether he's leading us down the wrong path or not, you got to let him figure it out. You got to let the man be a man. That's what he was created for. When you spiritually castrate this man, you take away everything that he was created for, the things that he was purposed for. Then he doesn't even understand who he is or his identity because you done took his pants. Give it back to him, please. And I'm not just talking about women in the church of Christ. Women in the world, please give these men back their pants. This whole mindset, what you're talking about, someone, oh, I gotta be a boss. Please go in the Bible and show me where it says you had to be a boss and a lot of y'all quote proverbs 31 but one thing is for certain it says that her husband was honored when he went to the gate right because she was doing her part she made sure her husband was 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 reverenced um in her sight and by these people so please don't don't tell me oh the proverbs 31 woman was a boss no she did what she needed and she had to do but her husband was still was still Still reverenced at the gate. So, this whole mindset with y'all wanting to be bosses and stuff, get over it. Get over it and let these men be men. They were created to be men for a reason and a purpose. If that's the case, God would have created us first, but that's not what He did. He created the man first for a reason and a purpose. Let that man be the man that He was called to be.
0: Off my sofa. Amen. That was well said. But I want to say this. Um, that's part one. That's um part of the curse too. Adney, um, the Bible says that a woman was desired to rule over rule over her husband, but the, the husband will rule over. It. Like she want she would want to have power over her husband, but God said, uh, uh, it's not gonna happen. You know, you God has a, a certain order. And I was talking to somebody about Genesis chapter three. I said the uh, the serpent came to the woman, and the woman went to the man. And then when God, when they both seen that they was naked, and then God told Adam, where are you? Where are you? And then um, God, he went in that same order. Like God didn't go to the wife first. God did not go to Eve. God addressed the leader. God addressed the leader first. Then he went to the wife. And then the wife, Eve, said it was the serpent that made me do it. So God has a, a, a specific order. And it was the woman, it was the woman that fell short first. And then she took that to Adam. But I like what God did in Genesis 3. God didn't say, okay, I'm going to go to the person that did it first. I'm going to go to Eve. No, I'm going to go to the leader. And again, the Bible clearly says that the wife wife's going to desire. She's going to have a desire to, I'm sure, to be an empowerment, to rule, to have authority over the man. But he said, "Oh, not not so fast. It's not going to happen. So that's a part of the curse that God. That, you know, that that happens. But anyways, you want to have some closing remarks.
1: One last thing. And, and a lot of women hate when I say this. The worst thing to ever happen to women is the feminist movement. That is the worst thing to ever happen to women and not just women, to men, because we completely erase God from the natural order of who we are. And we started walking in our own devices in our own desires, in our own plans, everything we've done was to please. Is to please us. We literally have become our own idols. So I will say this again: the worst thing to ever happen to this world is the feminist movement. Pay attention. We have infeminate men. We have masculine women. We have women who are quote unquote bosses and they run the house even though there's a husband in the house and don't even allow him to be the man that he needs to be. That's the worst thing to ever happen to this world. And I pray, I truly pray that we women, we take a a page from the book, the great book where God says, I will create a helper suitable for him and understand that we are here to help him to become his best self, not to rule over him, not to triumph over him, but to help him. Miles Monroe says it like this. You go buy groceries and you bring it home. She gives you a meal. You have sex with that woman and plant your seed in her womb. She gives you a baby. We are his helper. We need to realize that and we need to get back in the in the alignment with God and start allowing God to really rule our home. I'm, I just want to say, are y'all not tired? Are y'all not ready for that peace that surpasses all understanding? You having arguments over stupidity because you trying to rule him and he's trying to stand his ground to be the man that God called him to be. Let that man be a man. And I'm not just talking to y'all, I'm talking to me too. And that's
0: my final thought. Hey Amen. That's that's powerful. And the verse that I was referring to was Genesis uh, three sixteen. It says to to the woman he said, "I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you." So go ahead and read the whole chapter. In fact, of Genesis chapter three. It explains why we in this predicament that we're in right now, as far as woman is trying to rule and try to have this authority, and whereas men is taking a step back. So, um, but it, this was a this was episode episodes was a blessing to me, Adney. So um, I'm gonna put the link uh, in the show notes of episode 108, Mom and Son Devotion, episode 110. The Pursuit of Holiness, Part Two, and Episode One Eleven: A Man's Purpose and Value, Part One. Until then, again, Happy New Year! I guess the next time we do a, a quarter one of a twenty twenty three, it'll be a whole brand new whole new year. So, Happy New Year! And please continue to subscribe, to listen, share our episodes, and we continue. We will continue to do big things. We're gonna call it big things. As long as that God give us the strength and the energy to do so. And you feel the need to even to uh, contribute to the cause of this ministry. Uh, Please, um, all the information is in the show notes in terms of uh, contributing. If it's a dollar, two or three. And we're going to continue to bring you guys great content as we continue to grow. Until then, remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. Be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day. By believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized, you will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.